Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 105 of the Holding Court Podcast. Today, I have an update on that lost driver's license, give some insight on a Buffalo Wing lawsuit, and we'll talk about the terrifying hip-eye pitch from Monday's game. All coming up right now on Holding Court. Well, I know everyone is on the edge of their seat to hear the story about the missing driver's license from last (laughs) week, and I have the scoop for you. I honestly, so if you didn't listen to last week. Go listen. Yeah, what the heck? Go back and listen. I was doing my training run for the upcoming LA Marathon, and I found a driver's license on the sidewalk on my run I initially picked it up when I saw it and just kind of set it on a street light kind of pole propped up so if someone was on a walk and dropped it they would be able to retrace their steps and grab it but as I did my down and back and I came across it again I thought you know what I don't know it's been kind of a while I don't know if this person's gonna come look in this spot. And I also didn't want it to kind of end up in the wrong hand. So I took it with me immediately felt like I was in like possession of stolen goods, but brought it home. And then in true Courtney fashion, went on the internet and tried to find this person. Obviously their address is on it, but as you know, people move a ton and I didn't know if Bringing it back to the address, it was an apartment, was the right move. So I went online and shockingly, this person did not have a digital footprint like I would have liked. The only thing I could find was a really, really old Facebook page and which had not been updated or touched since like 2012 or something and a LinkedIn page. And so I did what anyone would do, and I messaged this person on LinkedIn and said, hey, I think I have a driver's license. Thankfully, they had a photo up there, so it matched, and I would like to get it back to you. She wrote me back. Wasn't overly, I don't know, I'm a big exclamation point person online. Sometimes I finish my emails, and I have to go back and delete them. I don't think she was like, oh my gosh, you found my license. You forgot to mention she was like inactive on LinkedIn for like three years. Yes. Her last post was, I think it was beginning of the pandemic. So definitely three years ago. So she writes back and she was like, yes, I can meet you. It's like very just direct to the point. I don't know. I always read into it. I would have tossed a couple emojis in there or I don't know. (laughs) an exclamation point or two. But again, I'm always cleaning up my emails. I finish an email and then I realize I have six exclamation points and I have to go back and sound not so desperate and enthusiastic. But I kind of asked her where, you know, where she wanted to meet. I said I could drop it off at her apartment or if she wanted to meet somewhere. And she was like, sure, let's meet. And I picked kind of like this outdoor mall area in Fort Myers, kind of near where I found it, thinking she lived near here. And I said, okay, I actually have to run into Dick's Sporting Goods or you had to run into Dick's Sporting Goods. And we planned on meeting. And she said, okay, I can be there at this time. I'm 45 minutes away. I'm thinking, what the heck? Like, how did this driver's license have a journey over here? And so we get there and 
she's not there. She sends her car description and we're just kind of standing there awkwardly outside of Dick's Sporting Goods. <laughs> then she's like, okay, my GPS says I'm 12 minutes away. So we're like, okay, let's just go inside and get what we need to get. And then we can come out and, and meet her. Right. I'm in my Bucky's hoodie ready to go. And so I tell her, you know, I'm wearing a gray hoodie, whatever. I should have been saying I was wearing a single white rose or whatever. Like it was a blind date. But waiting, waiting, waiting. There's a front door. There's a back door. I'm like, go to the back door. We'll meet you there. She's, I don't know. She's still not there or whatever. And she's like, I'm pulling up. And then I'm thinking, how am I going to know it's her? Just kidding. I have her driver's license. And so <laughs> you actually go to the opposite side the other entrance because we don't see her. And I'm like, is, am I getting stood up? Is this, am I like, this is strange. Like, obviously she should have been there right now, but we ended up waiting, what, like a half hour, like yeah. easily a half hour. And I walk outside and I see her come out of her car. I'm like, Hey, I make the joke about, I didn't know how I was going to know it was you. And she laughed. I don't know if she thought it was funny or just breaking <laughs> the ice, but, uh, and she just goes into what happened and she's like, you know, where did you, where did you find this? And I said, oh, I was on my run. Not super familiar with the area, but I was running down such and such road and she got, okay. So I think it was last night. Maybe it was two nights ago. She's like, this is in really good condition. I'm thinking what happened? And she said, I was drinking at Headpins, I think it's called. It's like a bowling alley kind bowling of right alley. by um, Fenway here. And she's like, I actually, she's like, I've lost my wallet. Well, I left my wallet on, I'm thinking I left my wallet on top of my friend's car. And they drove off. And she said, my dentist, I had like a dentist appointment card in my in my wallet, but it had my name on it, but obviously no contact information. She's like, my dentist called me today. <laughs> that someone found my wallet, but it was demolished, like ran over a million times. Like, I don't know, chewed up by like a rabbit dog, the whole deal. Maybe an she alligator. She was like, honestly, maybe an alligator, which was also my fear on my run. And she was like, I mean, it truly was. I got this thing back to her in mint condition. And I'm very proud of that. She's like, yeah. So like it got, you know, messed up and da, 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 da. And I just, I can't believe I lost it. And I wanted to say, well, it says on your license, it's a reprint of a reprint. So it probably isn't the first <laughs> time this happened. Before. No. <laughs> and then she's like, I just have to ask, you have kind of like a professional photo on your LinkedIn. Like, what do you do? Like, I saw you have like a podcast. And I'm thinking, oh gosh, I just literally talked about you on my podcast. Like, please tell me you didn't <laughs> like go on and listen. And she was like, do you ever have guests on your podcast? I'm like, is she about to ask to come on the podcast? And she talk? wants to tell the story of the lost ID. Okay. Well, I'm telling it for her. But I mean, honestly, it said she was like a juvenile corrections officer. Corrections I'm sure she officer, has yeah. some, some stories, but she's like, okay, because I've been thinking of starting a podcast. I'm thinking Justin is on the other side of the store, has no idea I found this woman. And I'm in like this 20 minute conversation about podcasting. I was like texting you like, what's going on? Like, like where I think are she's you? Not coming. <laughs> it's time to go home. But anyway, she's like, oh, I'll have to check it out. I'll have to like, I'll have to listen like da, 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 da. And I was like, yeah, if you ever need any advice or anything, like, let me know. She had a really, really wonderful speaking voice like very well spoken so i'm all for her starting a podcast i don't know what it would be about maybe her adventures at the bowling alley i think it'd be soothing to listen to yeah i don't know she just was like very yeah i don't know 
Yeah. Just like a really just a good voice. Just a great voice. Yeah. yeah. Like you would like want to hear her on the radio. Just like very clear, crisp, wonderful voice. But the license is back. And oh, she did say, why are you so nice? I was like, I, what do you mean? And she's like, I just, I don't know. I just don't. She was like, I think if I like thought about this, I never would have thought someone would have like return my license to me like I, I she's like where are you from like why did you why did you do this for me and I was like well I just wouldn't want to be in the same situation I don't really think I was like wanted to tell her I fucking live for the shit but I didn't I said I yeah I mean I I love an adventure I love solving a mystery I, I, I love it but I also appreciate um people that would do I don't know, would do that if, if it happened to me because I wouldn't want to be in that situation. You've lost your wallet. I don't even know how many times it's actually like a, an issue. Like it's it's an issue. How many times your wallet has fallen <laughs> out of your pocket? Golf carts. I mean, I finally got you the little tracker thing, but it was an issue. And you had a lot of very kind people and yeah. Uber drivers and stuff just bring it back to you. I think for anyone who's ever been to a DMV, <laughs> um, you understand that <laughs> if you find a lost driver's license, like it's worth the time to get it back to that person, not to have them have to go through the misery of going to the DMV. Totally. And it was a great photo. I would hate for her to have to do that again. I will say the exception is Arizona. The places in Arizona are fantastic. Yeah, they have these. um, They're almost like like satellite offices. Yeah. So they're not actually the DMV. I don't even know what it is in states. I think in Indiana it's BMV, but is it DMV in, in Arizona? I truly never remember but they're it's like mbd almost maybe like these private like license dealers where they're authorized there's it's like an authorized wait. location there's, there's never, never a way wait. but they charge you like 15 dollars, which in well lieu of it. waiting three hours and being able to just walk in yeah whenever when you get off work whatever a plus but that's that and i it's like you i'll solve hero. any crime by dinner time you saved the day I, what can I say? I saved the day. <laughs> uh, no, truly, if something happens like that, you want me to find your shit because I will get back to you. 100%. I will do anything. I will stalk your LinkedIn. Well, she's going to find you on the internet first and then she'll get you. I will find back. you. I hope she leaves me like a good LinkedIn peer review. Like what a, if you have like a new loyal listener to the podcast? I know. I thought about just bringing her on and why not? You know? Yeah. I mean, it could be worse. She was great. Everyone could hear her voice. It would be lovely. Anyways, uh, I don't know if you've ever spent any time on my Twitter profile. That was a weird segue, but if you've ever looked at it, you, I'm talking to you. Oh, you're talking to me. And the listener, I guess. Okay. So one of the things in there What's amongst saying my Chicago Bears obsession and my coupon cutting, which someone told me I need to take out of my profile because they don't think I use coupons. Liar. Uh, you're wrong. <laughs> you <laughs> Not are true. So wrong. It says that I am, what does it say? A buffalo wing addict. Okay. So a buffalo wing addict. But does it say boneless? Nope. Okay. So I actually prefer boneless over regular See, wings. I, li- I like I the guess. wings in though. You like the bone in, so it's a flavor thing. Yeah. I just like, I like the mess. Oh, wow. See, my nails are long now. I, I don't know. I like the I like the cut and then the dunk in the ranch, the dairy-free ranch. You like eating wings with a fork. I like so, eating wings with my hand. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of similar with wings because it takes a lot of time. I like food that takes me a long time to eat because I love the act of eating. That's right. why I think I like soup. I like chips. I don't want like a one 
biter situation. No. I want many, 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 many bites. Well, you, you can stretch out a meal. I can stretch out a meal with the best of them. But my point of this whole thing is when you have that in your bio, you think it's just kind of a joke, right? You have no idea how many people write me on a, I won't say daily, monthly basis saying, hey, can you send me your list of wing places in X city? Mm. So I'm, I'm, people are leaning on me. They're counting on me. With that in my profile, it's <clears> almost <throat> like a badge of knowledge that I'm expected to know the best wing spots. It sounds like you need to start a wing blog. I should, honestly. I'm sure that exists. But I, I really have like toddler to teenage palate situation happening. I think what I think tastes good is probably not the culinary mastery that other people think is good. To each their own, baby. Yeah, that's true. But I think people like weird shit when they're like foodies. Like if someone was a foodie and wrote me, like my response is going to be not enough for them. Well, you, you, I think you compare everything to fast food and I think that's why you think it's not uh, yeah eloquent taste or palate yeah. that you have yeah i mean i love the like quaker steak and lube wings at it's like the weirdest name of a place in uh pnc park in pittsburgh okay like the ones that you can I get in them. your seat and they come in a egg carton it's like very got it like those are really good but other people are probably thinking those are disgusting courtney but again to each their own. But I think I have that I'm a connoisseur, right? It just says addict. Oh, I'm, I must have ran out addict. of characters. Okay. So I'm no longer a connoisseur. I've downgraded myself. Maybe I changed it because I was getting so many people writing me. Yeah. But anyways, the point of this whole thing that I've been trying to make for the better part of 10 minutes is there was a lawsuit filed. I don't know if you heard about it. I, I have no idea where you're going with this. So. <laughs> okay. So... When you think of boneless wings, do you think of them in like the literal sense that someone in some restaurant or factory is deboning a wing and then breading them and then deep frying them or baking them and then slathering them in hot sauce? Mm, No. Okay. Would you feel deceived by a menu that said boneless buffalo wings and you ate them knowing that you were just eating a chunk of of chicken breast, breaded, deep fried hot sauce. No. Okay. Well, someone sued Buffalo Wild Wings for just that. Because their boneless wings never had a bone in them? Yeah. But he was saying that he suffered. So he basically said, this is fraud because you're calling them boneless wings and they're actually just chicken nuggets, which, hi, welcome to yeah. life. They, they actually are chicken nuggets but okay they're just adult chicken nuggets and he basically said he suffered a great financial loss and he would not have bought them because he was charged too much money for them and if they were actually deboned chicken then he would have paid the higher value so he's currently suing buffalo wild wings for unspecified damages and he cited Another, so he cited Domino's calling them boneless chicken on their menu and Papa John's calling them chicken poppers, saying that you need to stop basically lying and saying 
it's something that it's not. So I mean, can a restaurant call whatever it wants, whatever it wants, unless it is a dietary issue? Like, who cares if they call the salmon chicken? Okay, I don't even... Like, why Why does just, it matter the name of the... We're just done with today's episode. No, but, like, <laughs> the restaurant can I call it whatever it wants. So right. It's, I understand what you're saying. Like, if it, if it says, like, fat-free ranch, and then they're giving you... Well, that's, but that's a, that's a dietary issue. Like there's no dietary issue in a boneless wing. True. I'm just like giving an example of like what it would, what it would be. Yeah. I, this I hope this guy loses miserably. I honestly think he's not going to though. So it cites in the article that someone sued, I don't even, it's like Barilla, but I thought it's like Berea pasta, (laughs) buddy. I'm trying to think of the commercial. They sued that company because they said they claimed that they were Italy's number one brand of pasta and they were not. And then it says Velveeta was sued because the cook time that they had on the packaging was wrong and someone won. And then Canada Dry Ginger Ale was sued because Because they claim it didn't have enough. When you drink it, it's wet. Not dry, but um, <laughs> they said that there wasn't enough ginger in it. You can appreciate that more ginger, and yeah. they settled, settled, which means they wanted more than this for two hundred thousand dollars. So I don't know. This guy uh, might be on to something. No, don't encourage this behavior. No, this I don't love terrible. it. I think it's horrific. You just said he might be on to something. Like he, I think he's on to like. He's finding a loophole in the system to be lazy. Like, (laughs) get a life, buddy. Eat your damn nuggets and be happy. Eat your nuggets. No, I don't even, it doesn't say his name or I would call him out. Um, Yeah, I don't even know. It's not in here. But we'll keep you guys uh, abreast on this. (laughs) (laughs) A boneless breast. (laughs) We'll keep you guys abreast to the situation. And, oh, and let you know. <laughs> uh, I think that's probably the least important news that happened this week and probably a little more fun and exciting to talk about. But I do want to talk about what happened this week at the game on Monday because I have now an additional layer of PTSD in my life that I'm working through. And I think maybe talking about it will help me work through it in all seriousness truly do um if you don't know or you didn't hear i'm gonna keep my talking limited <laughs> i know because you can't laugh i know um well you can but it's it not hurts. recommended but you justin you you um first inning of the game on monday against the tigers mm-hmm. um were hit by a pitch in the face yeah not ideal and was truly terrifying for you i'm sure and me and i'm sure a lot of people probably want to know what happened and everything after in between i don't even know but it's still like very fresh and i don't know why that feels like it was like forever ago but it's only been what four days since it happened but it does feel like it was a long time ago yeah so i don't know i know you obviously have a 
little bit of a hard time talking right now and laughing. So I will try not to be funny, which is very difficult for me. Uh, I don't know if you want to kind of talk about in the moment what happened and then I can share my experience after and what that looked like. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'll share what I've been asked the most by most people and throughout the whole day. Right. Like, yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people are like, where, where did it hit you in the face? <laughs> and, um, cause I did, I have watched the replay a couple of times. Yeah. Actually. You watch, well, you watched it. It doesn't like bug me though. So I, I did watch it and on the replay, it actually looks like it, it hit me like higher up in the helmet or, right. or like closer to my, my glasses that I was wearing, but it, it hit me right in my cheek. Um, although at the time I didn't know that cause I, I couldn't literally couldn't feel anything. I knew yeah. I was, I went down, I, I was like face up at first and then I was bleeding and I had to turn over so I could like spit the blood out. Yeah. And I knew Which I was what cut. everyone saw, I think. Right on the video and I knew I was bleeding I knew I was cut I knew I got hit in the face but I had no idea where it hit me in the face I didn't know if my mouth was busted open I didn't know if my nose was broken I didn't know if it was my eye I just knew I was like bleeding a ton yeah and um probably doesn't help that it's like 90 degrees and humid and then you have an entire stadium of people just staring at you not saying a word so I'm face down and I'm spitting out the blood and everything's numb and you know Brandon our our trainer gets out there first and AC's out there and you know asking me a bunch of questions and then um you know look at me checking my mouth all that uh I never I never lost consciousness actually and I remember pretty much everything and then Dolo our other trainer came out with a towel and I threw the towel on my face and they were trying to actually call uh for a cart for a cart and I was like, no, 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 like, just get me up and get me out of here. Like, get me out of the field. Yeah. Um, Which, full boss move to walk off. Obviously, you didn't, it's probably, you just don't want a bunch of people staring right. at you in it to, like, be a whole ordeal. But, like, yeah. for you to walk off in that moment was, like, okay, you're, so, you're tough as shit for that. I, I, I'm surprised they actually let me get up and walk off, but um, because they, they didn't I feel know. Like I was in no condition to walk off. They didn't know if I had a concussion. They didn't know, you know, obviously all that stuff. But I was pretty alert and I was answering all their questions. Yeah, and I was just like, dude, just like get me off the field. And uh, I walk off and walking down the tunnel, and I. This is when I like really started like feeling it. And yeah. I remember back when I broke my wrist in 2018 and there was like a, almost, it felt like an eternity where like I didn't feel anything. And yeah. then all of a sudden like it kicked in and I felt like I wanted to like pass out. Uh huh. And that's by the time I got down the hallway and I got into the training room, I was so hot and I've felt like I wanted to pass out and I was so uncomfortable. I literally just wanted to lay down. Right. And they wouldn't let me lay down because I wanted to lay on my back and they wouldn't let me lay on my back because I was still bleeding so much. They're right. like, you can't lay down or you're going to choke like, on, on your blood. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, I'm like so dizzy. I'm so like, I feel like I'm going to pass out, like just dripping sweat and I'm still spitting and spitting and spitting. And, um, the trainers and the doctors were 
fantastic, by the way. Um, Got me in there. They got me hooked up. They got an IV in me right away. Um, They got me some medicine. Uh, They were taking my vitals. Uh, The EMTs got called. They came in. Um, I answered a bunch more questions like, what day is it? What's my name? What team are we playing? What inning did it happen? All that because they were still kind of checking whether or not, you know, I had a concussion or not. Yeah. um, I'm still just like, groaning because I'm so uncomfortable. Right. Obviously. And um they still won't let me lay down. And uh by this time I think the EMTs had had showed up and they had their uh what's it called? The uh the bed or whatever. Gurney. The gurney, yeah. They bring the gurney in, they're like, all right, we got you hooked up. We got uh, they had a catheter in that was getting Stretcher, Which, gurney, same stretcher. Thing. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, whatever. The one on wheels, whatever. <laughs> so they're like, "All right, we're gonna, you know, get you up. We're gonna put you on the stretcher." They're like, "Because of the stretcher and the head injury and and whatnot, like we have to strap you in." And so I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so I get up and I walk to the stretcher and I get I get on there and they're strapping me in, and like literally, I'm like, "What is like happening?" Like, when did I'm they cut your jersey getting, off? Uh, that's, that wasn't until I got to the hospital. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm still spitting blood. I'm, I'm laying on this stretcher, gurney, whatever you I think call it's it. a gurney. The, with, with the wheels is the gurney. Yeah. And, uh, it was just weird because there was obviously a lot of people around and in the training room and no one was talking. Which there was just like, like, it was just like quiet. Everyone was just like staring at me. Which like and probably makes you feel... <laughs> worse <laughs> yeah and i'm just like i don't know i'm always kind of a smart ass in all situations and um one of our trainers there Masai, has a core program that he does with all the players they come in and there's three different days of core programs and i was supposed to do my core program on monday and i just remember like seeing a bunch of people stand there whatever and i saw Masai, and i looked at him and i was like hey bro i'm gonna have to pass my, my core program today <laughs> And I think that kind of broke the ice a little bit with some people. It's like you remember the core program. Yes. (laughs) But the other crappy part was uh, our our weight room is connected to our training room. So they wheel me out of the training room. I get like halfway through the weight room. And then they're like, we can't use that gurney. Like that's not going to go in the ambulance. Stop. So they had to like. Transfer, unstrap me and like transfer me into another one that could go into the EMT or into the ambulance and then retie me down. Um, and meanwhile, like all this, I I still had like an IV in my arm and I'm like, oh, and I hate doing that stuff anyway. But, um, yeah, they get me in the, they get me in the ambulance. And also while all this is going on, I'm like, hey, can someone like get a hold of you? Like, get a hold of Courtney. And um, Dr. Busconi's there, and he's like, we will. We got to make sure you're good first. Like, I, we, I promise you we're going to get a hold of her. We're going to make sure you're good first. So um, the doctor and Brandon get in the ambulance with me, and they're riding along, and, and the guys in the ambulance were fantastic as well. And um, they were kind of making jokes, like keeping me kind of in good spirits. But finally, they Brandon told me he had got a hold of you, and you were on your way. But that was kind of like – one of my biggest fears too the whole time. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, like where's court? Like she's going to be freaking out right now. 
Like you probably have no idea what's going on. You have no idea what's happening. Obviously, like you knew, I, I'm sure you knew I got hit in the face. I'm sure you saw me walk off, but you probably have, you know, no clue on anything else. So that was kind of like some peace of mind that they had gotten a hold of you and that you were on your way to the hospital and and going to meet me there. Yeah. So I'll like kind of say my side before you like get to the hospital because I mean you know that I well you knew I was going to the game we also know even if I'm not at the game that I'm the person that if like I'm at a wedding like the game is open and on my phone and people like oh my gosh put it away and I'm like no I'm literally need to see the game not just because I'm like a super fan of your team but I need to know what's happening but I actually we had a wives day in the suite not like a wives meeting but kind of just like a meet everyone day but I knew you were going to come up. You were hitting third. So I was like, okay, he's going to come up in the first inning. And I've gotten not in like a habit because it's only been a few days, but of watching your first at bat from inside the green monster, which is kind of like in route to the suites where I was going to be in like in route to like the section where we sit. And so like I get up there, like say hello to Tim, my elevator guy. And I'm like, okay, let me like get in my little kind of like standing spot. And I'm watching and I'm watching and then it happens and you just almost like hear the stadium like gasp like everyone was like oh my god and you go down and like you obviously had like I knew you got hit but you've had like kind of like like close calls like I think there was Mm -hmm. one in was it in DC yeah Pablo Mon hit me in the head like yeah where you like went down really fast and you kind of like popped up and I was like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh like he's okay but I also like always have the phone or have the game on my phone. I have like the feed up or I have like game day up, but I had the video up because I was like watching like the little pregame warmups and it was kind of like still in my hand. And I like looked down at my phone and that's when I think I see you like when you're like on your back and you roll over and then I just see like the blood pouring out. And that's when like, I think people maybe saw it on like some of the monitors and that's when people like, Oh my God, Oh my God. And I was like, oh my God, I have to go. And then I'm like, I run back over to the elevator and like Tim sees me and he's like, well, do you want to go behind? Like you can get down to the club. And I was just like, I'm going to go downstairs. And he's like, yeah, 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 go, go, go. And like calls the elevator. And I like get downstairs, like get in the lobby. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know a soul. Like I was like, (laughs) I don't know this stadium. Like if this was Camelback or like even like Port St. Lucie with the Met. I was like, I've like, I would know someone like I'd really like I've met people like obviously I've met a couple wives, but I was like, I don't this is like, yeah. it's not like my, I don't know, like the whole maze. Like we actually just had a sponsorship event and that was like the first time I went even anywhere near like kind of like the inner workings of the stadium. But obviously we just like walk straight out on the field to the event. And so like I get down there and like the like people in the lobby are just kind of like, I don't think they had like heard what had happened yet or anything. And so I like get down there, like, and I don't know why I just think someone's going to be like down there going to be like right this way. Like, but I just like kind of like stood there and then I was like, uh, I don't know where to go. And then I was like, I'm going to, they were like, Oh, go around like back, like kind of by like the clubhouse, like kind of yeah. just go out and like make a U-turn. And so I like go back and I'm like walking back there and like, I'm just like at a door and then that's when like Brandon came out with trainer and he was like, okay, like we're like getting it. Like he's stable. Like we don't know what's going on. We don't know if like this is happening, this or happening. He's like, just like, we're going to take him 
to the ER. Like, I don't know which one he's going to yet, but like, if you want to like follow us, like you can follow us, da, 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 da. And then, um, you were like on your way and they, the team didn't want me to drive myself, but I was like, no, I promise. I'm like very, it's like kind of like strange. I, I'm not like overly emotional. Like I right. wasn't like sobbing. I wasn't like screaming. Like, obviously I was just kind of like, I have to get to him, but I feel like when things happen, like I've been in situations where like I've had friends like have injuries or get in accidents and this and like I just always remain like very even. Yeah, you get really calm. Yeah, and people probably are like, does this bitch even care? But like I I do. I just like know that that's not going to help me like right. do what I need to do. And I was like trying to convince them like, let me drive. I'm fine. Let me drive. I'm fine. And they're like, no. So someone's going to drive me. So um, got a ride over to the ER that you were at. And when I was on the way there, you're, well, I had got Brandon's number, the trainer. So I was mm -hmm. kind of like checking in with him and he's like, let me know when you get there. I was like, awesome. Thank you. Um, and then I see your name pop up on the car. Cause someone was driving our car and like our car plays obviously looked up. I see your name pop up and I'm like, what the, f like, <laughs> why is he calling? And I answer, and it was the doctor. Mm -hmm. He was like, okay, Justin, just want to make sure that we called you. He's here. Like they're cracking jokes with him. Like he put his passcode in his phone. And I was like, I hope no one saw what it was. No, I'm kidding. Well, no. I, I mean, <laughs> only cause I don't want to like, wanna, like <laughs> I guess I shouldn't say my passcode on the phone, but. It's like a dirty word-ish like phrase. But yeah. it's like, I was just like, oh, don't say it. But did you have to say it to him? I, well, I tried to put it in like three times, but I, I was like strapped in and I'm like trying to hit it and I, and I, I fucked it up three times. Oh no. And then finally I'm like, doc, the password is, and everyone just started laughing. Oh, and okay. I was like, then maybe All that's right. why they're like, he's cut, like cutting yeah. jokes. And I was like, but oh, I was just God. like, oh, this big, like weight lifted. But at that point, like, I still didn't know, like they, I heard like things over, like when they were like, oh, we're calling for like EMS. They're like, we don't know, like we have to do scans, like to see if there's any like brain injury. Like we, we don't know if like there's any like fractures. Like I'm thinking like your like orbital, like I'm thinking like dental, like this whole thing. And like, yeah, it was like this huge sigh of relief that you're in there like freaking Rodney Dangerfielding, like in the ambulance. But obviously there's still a lot of questions. Right. I, I had no, I couldn't feel anything. So I had no idea. Like I couldn't feel my teeth. Yeah. They told me I had on my teeth, but I couldn't feel my teeth. <laughs> I don't know how they saw them, truly. Right. My, yeah. Like after the x-ray, obviously. But like in that moment, I don't know how they knew anything. They're fantastic though. They, I mean, I went in, um, they like got me into a little station in the ER, asked me some more questions, hooked me up to a few more things. And then I was like, boom, right into the CAT scan. And that was like so fast. Like I thought I was going to be in there for like an hour, like getting all these scans and I don't know how long it was. It, maybe it was a little bit faster because they did give me some like painkillers. No, it was fast. And that's why I thought it was bad because I'm like, okay, they got like you went right into like trauma and they were like, we don't know if like there's a brain issue and all this. And like, so that's why I was like, okay, that's bad because yeah. like you're not just like in a queue or like waiting. Like they were like, we have to like get back there right and away, like yeah. get him like stable, like do all this. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is. Like your mind just goes obviously yeah. and like you just, I don't know. And then like my perspective is like I get there, I run inside to like the lobby waiting area. You obviously have to check in. 
I go over to the desk and I was like, he just got here. She's like, yeah, I don't see any of that. Like, I don't see his name in the system. Like, da 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 da. But like, even your first like bracelet at the hospital, like, didn't have your name on it because you were just like, yeah. they just said like, patients coming like with this issue, da 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 da, and they give you like a fake birthday, like, and just said like, name like yeah. nothing, John whatever. Doe. Yeah, <laughs> you were John Doe. And then, so I go, the guy sees me waiting up there again and he's like, hey, like you haven't been checked in. I was like, oh no, they're like going to give me the signal when like he's in the system and, and, um, someone's going to come out and get me. It's fine. And he's like, well, let me look it up. Like what's, what's the name? And I'm like Turner. And he's like, okay. And I don't see anything like what happened to him. And like, obviously there's no context of the baseball game. And right. I'm not like, I don't know why, like didn't want to say like, he got hit he's a player for the, for the Red Sox. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, it's my husband. He got hit in the face and like, oh my God, he sounds like, like a bar rat or something. Like he got in like a <laughs> fist fight. And then he was like, where is he coming from? And I was like, the Red Sox game. And I don't know why I just like was withholding all this information, but I mean, there's like people around, but I wasn't, I don't know. And then I was like, oh, he was, and he's like, oh, wait, is he a player? I'm like, yeah, yeah, he was in the game. And he goes, are they playing right now? I'm like, yes, sir, yes. And he's like, are they winning? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, okay, wow. <laughs> we got a big fan here. And I'm just thinking, okay, like, it's okay. Can someone grab me and bring me back? And then actually, like, when they, he was like, oh, I can walk you back. He's in the system now. He called him, and they said I was approved. And I was scared to go back. Like, I don't know why. Know. Well, I just, like, I don't, I just, I don't know. I'm like, can someone just tell me the ending? Like, can someone tell me like what was going on? And like going back there with everything, like the results not in from anything yet was just scary. And then I also thought, okay, court, keep that blank look on your face. If Justin looks really bad because he's going <laughs> to, you're the, f Don't like, make me laugh. everyone else is reacting <clears throat> to his swelling, like as it's happening but you're the first person that's going to just like see him. And if you look scared, then he's going to feel sad. So I just went in there like. Well, I remember you didn't even come over to the bed at first. You went over and you talked to. Well, Dr. I didn't Wisconsin know because they were like doing stuff. And I was like, and they're like, you can go over there. And I was like, okay, here we go. Showtime. And I like went over there and I just, I've obviously I'm like a hundred million percent just concerned about you right but i also know like if that happens to someone and they like can feel like people's reaction and i didn't want you i mean you had to have known that your face was in really bad shape yeah you're like i didn't need to look at your <laughs> face but did i do like a pretty good job of staying even you were so calm but you're always that way like in situations like that like you're always super calm and collected and I don't know. I don't know how you do it. I think You're, people are like, she does not give a shit about this person, but that's not the case. It's more of like no. a, I don't know if it's like a shock or just like, I don't know. I think there's enough chaos happening in those situations that I just always think like, I don't need to contribute to it. I think. I don't know. I think the irony or the weirdness in the, in that, like that you're calm in these like high stress situations is the fact that like you're sitting there watching me play cornhole like three weeks ago and your heart rate's like 170 just watching a cornhole match. But 
I get smashed in the face with a baseball and I'm in the ER and you have no idea whether I'm like have brain damage and you're like cool as a cucumber. I wasn't cool (laughs) as a cucumber. It's my like exterior and what people see is calm. Like obviously I'm freaking out inside. Like obviously the heart rate was going like, I actually like when I got to the hospital, I like had like the rough because I feel like you probably it's how you like obviously it wasn't in the same situation at all like not trying to like compare but I think when you got in the tunnel and you got inside like everything comes like right. crashing yeah and I think like when I'm like actively doing stuff like okay finding the trainer like talking to people at the team like getting a ride like getting the keys finding the car like driving there like navigating the hospital like getting a call from you like all this stuff is kind of just like going down and like a sequence of things happening and then it's like when I got to the ER and I'm just like in the waiting room and everything stops and pauses, that's when like everything, everything hits you, catches and up. And then it's like, oh my gosh, what if this, what if that, what if that, like right. have no idea. So I think like, that's why I say like, make no mistake that just because like I appear calm that doesn't mean I'm not freaking out right. inside for sure. <clears throat> No, I'm not questioning whether or not you... <laughs> no, I just... It's like... We're worried. I just think people... You just have... Um, in those, like, high-stress, like, situations, your composure is off the charts. Yeah. I'm like, making no mistake, people. I have trauma from all of these situations. I just bottle it up and put it away, and it manifests in anxiety. Wait, I forget. So, <laughs> you, I had already done my scans, by the time you got in. Correct. Yeah. And when then, I got in there, so I get in there, I go over to you and I'm like, kind of like rubbing your shoulder. Right. And that's when like your jersey was cut open and I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to have to auction this off and like made the joke. And then I was like, oh, I can't make you laugh. Yeah. Um, And I think I was just like grabbing your hand and like rubbing you and being like, I'm so glad you're okay. And they were, that was the point when they were going to numb you because you still hadn't got your stitches well, yet. Well, that was when they told me that my results were negative and I had I didn't have any breaks. Yeah, and I was like, thank they God. Like, nothing's broken, no fractures. They I actually, asked them again. I was like, thing, wait, so nothing or that's just like part of the results that we got? Are we waiting on more results? And they're like, no, everything's clean. And I was like, even the like brain, everything? And they're like, yeah, everything's clean. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank God. The one thing they said, they said, you, didn't, you don't have a fracture, you don't have a break anywhere, but you did dent your cheek. So apparently I have a a dent in my cheekbone. I have a dent in my cheek too. It's just cellulite. <laughs> that's, that's a dimple. <laughs> You're not allowed to laugh. I know. Stop making me laugh. So I was um, like, we'll do a very quick podcast and I will talk the entire time. Can't pop a stitch. But then that was when they were going to do the numbing medicine well, so and they're gonna have to do your stitches. Yeah. They were like, the good news is nothing's broken. Everything's intact. No damage. Like. That's great news. The bad news is your lip is completely like detached. Like it busted all the way through. Yeah. You could like literally stick a pen through it. And And they were like, so we're going to have to like do some work and stitch this thing up. And I was like, all right. I saw the trimmers come out and I was very sad. (laughs) This was the, the nurse was like, okay, we're going to have to like shave your beard. And I was like, (laughs) no, I mean, I wasn't going to say no, like they got to do what you got to do. But the, the guy that was there was like, uh, maybe we just shave the mustache, like the part where we have to like put the stitches. And she was like, yeah, I guess we can just do that. So they saved the beard. Beard is saved. Half the mustache is gone. No. Yeah. 
but hopefully, I don't know if it's going to grow back over the scar. We'll uh, see. It's already growing back. You have a five o'clock shadow through your stitches well, as I'm looking right now. It's orange, so it's not a five o'clock shadow, but... <laughs> It's a sunrise. It's a sunrise. <laughs> um, it is growing back. But yeah, thanks. Props. I don't remember his name, but thanks to him I know, for I didn't saving catch the beard. His name either. Um, I just saw, I heard the little trimmer and I was like, oh gosh. And then I just heard you in so much pain. The most pain I've truly ever heard you in. Well, and that wasn't from the trimmer. I was surprised. I thought when they like shaved my mustache around it, I thought it was going to oh be gosh, miserable, yeah. but it wasn't. I didn't that. even feel it. I yeah. was like, oh, wow. Like that was so good. And then they're like, okay, we're going to numb you up before we put stitches in. And that's when they told you you had to leave. And I'm like, great. I'm abandoning him. When the going gets tough, I just head oh. out in the lobby. I just heard your screams like through the door. It Not screams, it was like a groan. The worst. I literally But you can't felt, scream because your mouth like it was like it was just yeah. these like groans. And I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad that I can't be there. But they're like, Yeah, you don't want to be in here for this. Like you it, need to leave. It didn't feel like a needle was like going into my lip. It felt like they were taking a blowtorch. Oh my gosh. And just like, oh, it it burned so bad. Well, and it then was there horrible. was another like patient came in. So I actually like had to be out of there for a while they're like okay there's someone else in there so you can't like be in the same room i was like oh shit but then i'm just like laying there and it's the the ladies doing the stitches and the guy who saved my beard are like (laughs) running the whole operation and it took a little bit of time like it took them a while to do the stitches and in the hallway for a long time they were literally like strategizing how to sew my lip back together and i'm just sitting there like listening to them like oh i think we got to start one stitch here and then go down here and we got to pull that up to lift this and then we got to do one underneath and uh these ones got to go in the middle to hold the middle together and i'm just like oh my god like and i have no idea i still haven't seen my face so i still don't know like what anything looks like but i from the way they were talking i'm like oh my god i must have like a eight inch gash across my face because that's what it felt like when they were sewing it up well they ended up doing stitches on the inside and the middle and then the outside which i didn't even know was humanly possible i didn't know you could stitch in the middle yeah but there's dissolvable sutures stitches on the inside and the middle and then the outside there they have to remove they said they did 16 i feel like it was way more than 16 but they were like they're big though like this i mean i mean i feel like they're always like that same distance but you asked me when I went back in, you were like, oh, let me see your phone. I want to like see my face. And yeah. I was like, uh, my camera's broken. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my gosh. It was just, I mean, even when like, but when I came back in, it was a long time and like your swelling, it already went down on your cheek. Cause like your cheek was huge. Yeah. And it already so, went down a little because I guess it was like just draining. Like your lip was just like oozing and draining. Dr. Ruscone gave me a, Something in my IV. I don't remember what it was. They they gave me all kinds of stuff, but he was like, "This is gonna help with the swelling." No, it already went and down. And it so literally much. like pushed it down. But um, it and was yeah. like all through your lip. I feel like I got discharged. Like little platypus lip. Right after that, actually, you I had to hang out in the training room because I didn't have socks. And I didn't have a shirt because they cut off. Oh, my stuff. you had to hang out in the or in the in training. The... I had to hang out in the ER. I mean, because someone had to come from the field and bring me a shirt. And... <laughs> well, I also had to get your prescription, which was like there was a bit of a wait for that. But right. and then 
they were like, oh, we can get you socks. I was like, may he have the grippy socks, please? Oh, and she and was grippy like, socks are on both sides now. I know. Because I for my thumb surgery, I had grippy socks and they were little paw prints on the bottom. And I still have them because I don't know why they're just comforting. And you're, I was like, oh, I think you put those on upside down. Not me like correcting the freaking nurse. And she's like, oh, they're grippy on the top and the bottom. I was like, wait, in case he's crawling and like you want the front of your feet to be gripped. But... Yeah. They're kind of awesome. And then you, yeah, you got your shirt and just walked on out of there. Like you just walked out in your socks, they right? They tried to, well, they tried to get a wheelchair. Yeah. And wheelchair me out. And I was like, guys, I'm not going out of this place in a wheelchair. <laughs> like I'm walking out of here. But they didn't let me ride home with you either. And they were like, we have to, we want yeah. you to ride with us in case... Whatever, you get sick, you get dizzy, you get nauseous, something happens in the car, like, we can take care of you. Like, we'll just follow Courtney home. They came to the house. Um, our dietitian met us at the house with a bunch of goodies. Oh, my gosh. They, like, went above and beyond. It, it was, was truly, like, first class, beyond, beyond. Like, not surprising, but just everything insane. was. I'm like, it really was a shitty situation, but there was so much good and kindness and obviously everyone reaching out and like our phones going crazy of people caring about you and worrying about you and right not that it like we need it like people say like oh sometimes it takes a situation like that to feel how loved you are cared you are obviously that's not the case like we definitely feel that from the people in our life but this was beyond actually like it felt like everyone it's funny that you say that that because we actually like haven't had like that conversation about how great it was like we haven't really like talked to each other about it yeah i mean we both it was just actually only communicate on this podcast we i we withhold all of our conversations (laughs) until i record no but i i i mentioned that because you know at the field um i think it was yesterday and I was doing like my first like physical activity. They let me ride the bike for 15 minutes Ooh, whoop. and I'm bloom came up to talk to me. And I literally said the same thing. I was like, man, like, honestly, like it's been absolutely fantastic. And I was like, not saying that this is like my first like Red Sox thing. Cause like I've been here for a while, but like, this is like the first kind of thing. And my first impression yeah. is spectacular. Like you guys knocked it out of the park. I not to, so the doctors and trainers were at my house every day. They were doing tests. They were bringing food and well, I couldn't eat any food. I haven't been able to eat food until last night, but they were bringing like protein shakes and, uh, electrolytes electrolytes and Supplements. supplements and all this stuff, like bringing it over to the house and, uh, it's been, I was like, wow. I mean, yeah. I was literally like, this is, I'm in good hands. Yeah, totally. Your little straw diet. Yeah. And then I, there I, I am like chomping French fries that night. I'm like apologizing. Like, I'm <laughs> so sorry as I have like four French fries in my mouth and you're sipping on a protein shake. But I actually tried some of your protein shake that it was so Alan good. made and it was phenomenal. Yeah. So Way to go, Alan. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm doing pretty good though. I actually, I actually got a couple stitches taken out today and they're hoping to have them all out by Sunday. And I've taken a picture 
every night and every morning. So I think at some point when I'm back to normal looking, semi-normal looking, <laughs> I might post like a... Do a little reels progression yeah, of your healing. Progression. It is cool to see. Like it's pretty wild. It's gotten, it's gotten way better. I mean, I still think I look like shit, but it's gotten so much better. I look less like shit today than I did. I mean, I think yesterday. it just looks great every day. I wake up and I peep over. I'm like, oh my gosh, it looks so much better. But yeah, yeah it's it's been wild. You got some FaceTiming in that night. I know you had some former teammates. And then obviously like leave it to Cody to like almost make you laugh like that first night. <laughs> and Rio, oh my gosh. I know. Well, they obviously want to like make you smile, but I'm like, oh gosh, the jokes. Like we got to cut down the jokes, but. Well, and everyone that reached out on social media, text message. Yeah. Was crazy. The support was overwhelming. I'm still getting text messages from people. Yeah. Um, every day. I think Jock just texted me like literally a half hour ago. I was like, hey bud, how you doing? And yeah. then he asked for a restaurant recommendation in Miami. Love it. <laughs> well, yeah, we had to kind of lay low the first night. And then the next day, to just cap off the unfortunate situation, we finish our first puzzle of spring training, our 1990s puzzle. And one piece is missing. It's actually, ironically, a guy's face. So yeah. I was like, hey, okay, you want to take in a heater to the head? And then I'm thinking, like, I'm looking at, at, like, did the trainer take it? Did your dietitian take it that came by? Like, did Rigby eat it? I was, like, checking. One of the his, doctors? I don't know. Yeah, did someone just pop it in their pocket? Does Kike have it? Did he take it to the World Baseball Classic? Like, we have no idea. Yeah. We truly don't know. Yeah, Kike's been fantastic. Kike actually was supposed to stay at the Puerto Rican team hotel a couple nights and he was like, I, I, I wanted to come back here and check on you. He just so, loves us so much. He's been great. I but know. honestly, this whole situation is crazy because this is the second time in my life I've been hit in the face with a fastball. And it's the second time that somehow I walked away from it without any broken bones in my face. And I don't know what's going on. I don't know why I'm so lucky, but I feel so fortunate. Yeah, no, totally. I still can't believe it. People are still, I'll tell them, oh, nothing happened. Da, 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 da. And they're like, wait, really? Like, really? Like, they right. just really can't believe it. So all the healing vibes coming through. And I'm so happy the beard is saved. I'm so <laughs> happy you're okay. And you'll be back at it. I'll be back out there soon. With maybe a little helmet flap. I might have to try the helmet flap. Not to my liking at all. I know. But it's we'll for see. the best. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I promised you guys last week that I would be reading the review. Oh, we've come to the portion of the show where... We've come to the review portion. I actually didn't get any negative neds. Well, I don't know. I'm reading some of these for the first time. So let's just... Go for some of the reviews. If you didn't listen last week, again, go back and listen. But I said, I'll do it for next week, too, if we get any freshies. But How many are you going to do? Like 10? How many are we going to read? Yeah. I mean, I wish I got 10. I don't uh, know how many I got. Okay. I'm going to read a few, and then I'll read some next week. But if you okay. want to add to it on Apple Podcasts, you can leave not only a star review, but you can leave a written review. So, okay. Um, 
D.O. Martinez said, you remind me a lot of me and my ginger. We laugh a lot and have been together for 12 years in January. Your dynamic is quite hilarious. I love how real your podcast feels. I love getting to look into your lives. Thanks, y'all. A fellow ginger lover, a.k.a. Donna. Thanks, Oh, yeah, Donna. Donna. Jeter Girl 94 said, love this podcast so much. Court and JT are so great, and they make me laugh. This is not faring well for me taking the podcast solo and I think that's coming from a Yankee fan too. I know. Or just a Jeter girl. Maybe. Um, This one is from Saver123XYZ, possibly a fellow coupon person. This is my favorite podcast from my favorite former Dodger couple. I'm able to keep up with what's going on with them, even if JT is no longer in LA. Justin and Courtney always make me laugh with the very relatable husband and wife banter. Courtney always trying to save an extra buck. Or anything else going on in their lives. Highly recommend. Very, Definite coupon user. Very accurate. Came for Justin, stayed for court from VB Loves Dodgers. I stumbled across this charming podcast when searching for a Dodgers fix. Imagine my delight when I found holding court and realized that my all-time favorite Dodger, Justin Turner, is regularly featured. The daily slice of life stories, especially anecdotes about road trips, make me chuckle. I perk up when I hear about Moon and Rigby. The Patches story literally made me cry. I'm such a softie. Made me cry too. This podcast will sustain me until Justin is back in LA where he belongs. Thank you, Courtney, for a well-produced and entertaining podcast. That's been the hardest part of these last four days is the dogs can't like lick my face. Oh my gosh. I know. I don't even know how to tell them. Um, Favorite podcast so far from Stay Savage. I've been listening to Holding Court since last year. And let me tell you, it's the best podcast out there. Court and Justin make you feel like... You've known them forever. Thank you guys for making my work lunch less boring. You are welcome. Amy Charns, can we be friends? Says, I love your podcast from the very beginning. My Dodger heart breaks now that you and Justin have left, but look forward to getting some East Coast Red Sox insight and hope Kike will guest star on your podcast. I love how real you and Justin are and feel like we should be friends. Please keep doing the Turner Trot and please come back to LA after your extended vacation in Boston. Working on the Turner Trot. And finally, Scotty Lou, love this show. Five stars, a great behind the scenes look at the life of a spouse who's married to a professional athlete. It has destroyed so many preconceived ideas that I have, and I've learned so much by listening. I started listening because Courtney was married to a player on my favorite team and a player that I respected. I stayed because of the great content, wonderful interviews, and what you both do for the community. Thank you so much. You got some good reviews. I know. Like in-depth reviews. No, I agree. Those aren't like... They just listened last week and then wrote like a little review. No, those are some loyal... They went deep. Some loyal listeners. That was fun to keep it rolling. Yeah. Let's do some more. That was fantastic. I didn't know if so many people liked us. You say us. Well... No, I'm just kidding. You. It's us. It's us. It's It's you. I think about breaking free. I set the hook. You, You reel them in. I think about breaking free. And I just realized so many people love having you on here. So I don't know. Maybe I'll cut you back to like half the month. How does that sound? (laughs) I'll withhold your pay. (laughs) Please don't cut me back. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Friendly reminder to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And like I said, rate and review if you listen on Apple and Spotify. And thanks for listening. We'll talk to you all next week. See ya. Bye. Bum 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 bum